0: Preston Brown spins out of a tackle. He's got running room. He's going to oh! score. Tavius Murray's in. Touchdown, Raiders. SMU running back. Vince Lombardi, offensive player of the year. NFL Pro Bowler for the New England Patriots. Number 32 is Craig James. Craig James, so the best in the business, the old pony express. Craig James. And Craig James joins us now. Welcome, Craig James. This, this is airing it out with Craig James. Man, let me tell you what, my guest today is a longtime friend and, and it makes me wish after I hear the highlights, I wish I were 21 years old and I played quarterback and that my guest, Super Agent Lee Steinberg were on the phone with me right now talking about where our position might be. Lee, how are you doing?
1: Well, of course you'd be at the top of the draft, Craig.
0: <laughs> oh, my goodness. Man, Lee, what a great career you've had, and, and it still continues. Uh, yeah, a record eight f- number one picks in the NFL draft. Uh, you were the inspiration for the movie Jerry Maguire back in 96. Uh, Lee, I'm going to take you back to 1992, though, maybe my second year at ESPN. And they put me on the NFL draft, and they said, hey, Craig, we want to send you out to be with Tommy Maddox as he's drafted, follow him along, and you're going to be with his agent, Lee Steinberg. You remember those days?
1: I do. Well, David Klingler went before him. <laughs> David Klingler was number six, and, and Maddox uh, went down the road. We had Desmond Howard that year.
0: Ah, man, what a year it was for you. That, those are just great memories, though. And uh, it seems like a different life, though, doesn't it?
1: <clears throat> if Rip Van Winkle had gone to sleep back when I started in 1975 with the first pick in the draft, Steve Bartkowski, and awakened today, he would be in culture shock. Um, I mean, teams (laughs) went from making $2 million a year from the national TV contract in 1976 to this year, $226 million. I mean, franchises cost in 1976... Um, Seattle and Tampa Bay were $16.5 million. The Dallas Cowboys are now valued at $4 billion. You didn't have social media. You didn't have cell phones. You didn't have uh, any of the multiple platforms of content supply. You didn't have stadiums with jumbo scoreboards and naming rights. So, yes, there's been an amazing change.
0: (laughs) Well, I I think about what you're saying there, and and it makes me think about uh, currently right now they're getting ready to, to vote on a team moving to the L.A. area in the market, and you live out in California, uh, and I guess the owners will get together in January to vote on that. Uh, what's your thought on that before we get into the players and the teams and the coaches, uh, San Diego, St. Louis, Oakland, which one of those teams or two of those teams do you think make it to the L.A. market? I
1: think they'll put two teams into the market. I think that it will be Stan Kroenke, who's absolutely determined to move, has all the money in the world, has a great site there in Inglewood. So I think the Rams come back, and I was chairman of Save the Rams back in 1994 here in Orange County. At any rate, I think they come, they're the first tenant. And I think it ends up being the Chargers as the second tenant in that building. And that leaves the Raiders then looking. Oakland's never going to build a new stadium for them. So I think that they end up, who knows, San Diego, St. Louis. But I think that's how it plays out. And the NFL has always wanted to have football in Los Angeles. It's been this area that hasn't delivered. Um, They gave us an expansion franchise in the year 2000, couldn't deliver a stadium. It went to Houston. Tagliabue tried really hard to put a team in the Coliseum, and the league would build it themselves. Again, L.A. couldn't deliver. So... When you see owners like Jerry Jones and Bob Craft coming out publicly saying we would like this to happen now, I think it will happen now. uh... In January, they'll vote, and my guess is St. Louis is, uh, the Rams are coming, uh-huh. <laughs> whether or not they necessarily have league approval, but they will have league approval, and that'll get it started. San Diego, I think, probably comes in 2016, but if they don't, 2017. Now let me make it clear, I've been opposed to ripping teams out of, uh, various sites unless they're not supported. But to break the heart of young fans, it just doesn't, it's, it's, when a team says we're your Los Angeles Lakers. Mm-hmm. And therefore, you owe an obligation to come support us uh, when we're losing or winning because we're a civic treasure. I don't like the whole process of teams bouncing and bouncing, but that's what I think is going to happen.
0: Well, I, and I, that's great that you bring that point up. Uh, and, and it's going to take 75% vote of the owners uh, in order for a team to move. And they do take that into consideration. I've spent some time down in San Diego, uh, and I know those fans don't want to lose their charges. They feel like that's their team. Uh, Oakland wouldn't want to lose their team. I mean, it's the, the fans. And, and, and,
1: and even though they stole the team from us, St. Louis um, uh, <laughs> has had 20 years. And so breaking young fans' hearts doesn't make sense. But that's not what it's about, Craig. It is about new stadia with... Uh, luxury boxes that can charge a premium, then they have areas for premium seating where you can pay a couple hundred dollars to have drinks delivered to your uh, uh, seat, and then it's got um, naming rights, uh, jumbo scoreboards, signage, all sorts of ancillary revenue flow. That's what this is about. It's making sure that the maximum revenue comes to each team. Yeah, well, it has
0: to because the the player cost and everyone's now sharing in this revenue that's coming into the league. Uh, It's outstanding, unbelievable dollars. I know that this is the recruiting season for you, and you're on the phone a lot with players. How's that going for you?
1: It's going very well. Um, The rule, unlike what people think, is that a player can't sign – or take something of value from an agent while he's got his eligibility left. The minute that the team bowl games end or the last game of the season and that gun goes off, they're able to sign. So. We have a bunch of seeds out there. We won't really know for um, three weeks or more uh, which players we might get. But as you know, I've always had a quarterback-driven practice um, and high-round draft picks. Uh,
0: and, 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 and I know that you can't say who you're going to have uh, right now, but uh, who are the top two or three quarterbacks that are being uh, considered right now uh, for the future?
1: I think the top two quarterbacks are Paxton Lynch, from Memphis, who's 6'7", mm-hmm. has an unbelievable ability to escape from the pocket, has accuracy, sort of the new mode of quarterbacks. Uh, Cal's Jared Goff is outstanding, uh, more of a pocket passer, but with escape ability. Those two are probably there. After that, you're looking at probably Connor Cook at Michigan State, and um, uh, maybe Carson Wentz from North Dakota State. Um, those are the top quarterbacks, and there are a number of teams that probably have quarterback as a fairly primary need. I mean, Houston is one. Washington, if Cousins doesn't work. Philadelphia may give up on Bradford. Uh, the 49ers are almost certain not to re-sign Kaepernick. He's got a $12 million um roster bonus due in april i don't think they're paying that san diego might decide to just sort of restructure their whole team Saint, uh... and, and perhaps to get the trade value for philip Rivers, who's mm-hmm. uh, outstanding then you have st louis um, that might uh... uh... when they're benching the player they traded for that looks like it so what's happened is <laughs> To have a franchise quarterback, someone that a team can win because of rather than with, someone that they can build around for 10 to 12 years, someone who, with all adversity there, they've thrown two picks, the crowd is booing, the offensive lineman's looking at the quarterback like he's on external substances. Um, the game seems to be unwinnable. What does the quarterback do then? Can he elevate his level of play? Can he do what Aaron Rodgers did uh, on Thursday night? Right, right. No time remaining, a special play, and now you somehow manage to, to score a touchdown. So without that player, it's extremely difficult to get to, through the playoffs into the Super Bowl.
0: Yeah, and a so. team you didn't mention, Lee, before, before we leave these teams, I don't, the Dallas Cowboys. I mean, there, there's a lot of folks, and I know you've dealt with Jerry Jones a number of years. Uh, Tony Romo's a heck of a player, but he does have age. He does have a history of injuries right now. Uh, so the Cowboys might be in that market for a quarterback. I know the salary cap issues are there, but they, they could jump up and decide to have to find someone.
1: And the salary cap issues make the whole prospect of uh, a young quarterback difficult. Because unlike when you started in football where you had situations where Steve Young backed up Joe Montana and he was, uh, <laughs> Young was backed up by Steve Bono, there's not enough cap room at the quarterback position to allow them to have a high-round rookie with a big cap number Uh, and he sits behind a very talented quarterback who's aging. Um, It's difficult to find that cap room, and the consequence of it is to push young quarterbacks into starting roles way before they're ready and way before they have the ability to read the field. Mm -hmm. And what you see is that the position very often isn't coached very well and those quarterbacks have problems and yeah. they're pick tie but they have problems so yeah. that's what's difficult um, you know Dallas is always a dream situation to me you know going back to, to Troy Aikman and Daryl Johnston and Russell Maryland and Darren Woodson and all the players we did there mm-hmm. and um, I love Jerry Jones I think he's the most imaginative creative outside of Bob Craft in the league and a lot of fun to work with.
0: Yeah, no question. All right, Before we let you go, uh, tell us about your, your tour you've been on with this paperback
1: book. So um, the agent actually came out in January 2014 and was a New York Times bestseller. The paper came out um, roughly in early September. So um, at, at the paperback price, it was much better for students. So I went out and you would be amazed at the number of young people who are in sports law, sports business, sports management programs, and very much want to uh, be somehow involved in sports, either with a team, a league, a conference, an a athletic program, uh, sports marketing, sports uh, publicity, um, uh, work for a union, and, of course... <laughs> they all saw Jerry Maguire So uh, so I I was able to take a trip Where I went to some really great universities From uh, Michigan to Ohio State To Northwestern To Arizona, Arizona State Cal and Stanford UCLA and SC um, And uh, talked to them about How to get into the profession Which they're all dying to do And then the paperback's also a bestseller
0: Well, you you certainly are uh, the man who inspired a lot of people to get into the business. And uh, you you created an entire segment, an industry. And congratulations on what you've done and what you're doing. And the future's bright for you. And, Lee, it's a a privilege to have you on the show. I thank you so much for the time.
1: Thanks, Greg.
0: Enjoy your work. We'd love to welcome a new sponsor to the show, All in Sundry, a modern men's shoe company with an old-world vision. My friend Nick and his team make the finest handcrafted custom shoes, shoes your grandfather would be proud of. All in Sundry creates a unique experience where you select your style of shoe, whether for work or play. Then you choose the material, add custom features like eye stays. Then select a color. They source all the materials and build each one by hand. Without a middleman, you get the savings. No more outrageous markups. If you're a shoe guy, All in Sundry is for you. If you're not, you might change your mind after seeing All in Sundry. Right now, get a 10% discount on a gift card for the holidays. Visit Allinsundry.com and, and enter the promo code deal at checkout. That's AWL and Sundry.com. Then enter deal at checkout. All in sundry. Stylish and modern shoes with craftsmanship a grandfather would be proud of. Again, allinsundry.com and, and enter code deal.
1: NFL Picks. NFL picks
0: time now for some NFL games to pick. We'll start with Seattle and Minnesota. Two very, very physical teams. Seattle acting like they're now a good football team and that they're back. Last week in Marshawn Lynch, he's out with a hernia, but he did something that caught my attention. He called the team up on the sidelines and he said, hey, what's up, guys? Man, I don't even recognize our offense or our defense. Who are you all? What are we doing? The team responded. Undrafted rookie running back Thomas Rawls is filling in and doing a nice job for Marshawn Lynch. Uh, the team better show up in Minnesota because Adrian Peterson, he knows what he's doing with the football right now. Uh, they are a solid football team. Seattle hasn't allowed a 100 yard rusher this year. Adrian Peterson leads the NFL in rushing. That's a nice matchup. It's a toss up game for me, but I'm going to give the edge to the home team. Minnesota wins 21 to 20, making it seven wins of the last eight games for them. <laughs> The Jets and the Giants. The Jets' run defense is number one in the NFL. They've allowed only two rushing touchdowns. I like their attitude. You know, I've talked about that on the podcast this year. Their performance has been good. But the Jets' pass defense has allowed seven 100-yard receivers. Well, hello, Mr. Odell Beckham, who has four consecutive 100-yard games. There was urgency for the Giants to stay number one in the East last week, and, and they just flopped. Against the Redskins. What what was up with that? I can't figure out this New York Giants football team. Will it be the second-half team last week that plays a full 60 this week? Not sure that happens. Jets win 24-21. Kansas City and Oakland. The Chiefs have won five in a row. The Raiders, they're one game back in the standings in the AFC West. A big late-game touchdown for the win last week versus the Titans. Very exciting. Uh, This could be a shootout between Alex Smith and Derek Carr. I'm going to go with a solid Chiefs ground game to overcome the Raiders crowd, 33-28 Chiefs. Indianapolis and Pittsburgh, this is an interesting game. Matt Hasselbeck, he's 4-0 filling in for Andrew Luck, and, and they're talking this week about this is Andrew Luck's team. We understand that. We get that. He's not expected back this week, but soon. His team needs him back with a healthy arm. Ben Roethlisberger, he is expected back. He did a full practice on Wednesday. Uh, that's the difference for me in this ballgame. The Steelers helped bring the Colts back down in the standings to Houston. And therefore, the Pittsburgh Steelers win 31-21. Yeah! 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 Dallas and Washington. Rivalry and pride will help the Cowboys show up. But at the end of the day, Kirk Cousins is playing good football. Wow. Cowboys lose yet another ball game. Redskins win 24-21. SeatGeek is the place to get tickets to this week's game. My listeners can use promo code CREG in the SeatGeek app and get a $20 rebate off your first SeatGeek purchase. It'll take less than a minute to download the app today. SeatGeek is awesome. They pull in ticket options from hundreds of online ticket sellers to create a one-stop shop for tickets. When you shop on SeatGeek, you're seeing virtually every ticket option available for that game, all on one page. No need to go anywhere else. SeatGeek's mobile app makes the ticket buying process seamless and easy. No more typing squiggly letters you can't read into a box like other sites make you do. There's no faster way to buy tickets. To redeem your promo code, and save $20 on tickets. Download the free SeatGeek app today, then enter the promo code CRAIG. SeatGeek will then send you $20 once you've made your first SeatGeek purchase. Every ticket purchased on SeatGeek is backed by a 100% guarantee. Download the free SeatGeek app today and enter promo code CRAIG. College Picks. Let's go a little up-tempo with our college picks in 90 seconds. Temple in Houston. Cougars quarterback Greg Ward Jr. is a playmaker with his legs and arm. Houston smoked a very good Navy team last week. Temple playing for its first championship in 48 years. Don't think it happens here, though. Cougars pounce 34-26. Florida and Alabama. Gators got swamped last week by Florida State. Alabama, they smell the playoffs and another shot at a national championship. Florida would love to play the spoiler role, but I don't think it's happening here. Derrick Henry wraps up the Heisman Trophy. Roll Tide, 28-14. USC and Stanford, a very close game coming here. The Trojans pumped for their new head coach, Clay Hilton. Stanford has perhaps the nation's most outstanding player in Christian McCaffrey. Should get a chance at the Heisman Trophy. Pac-12, though, very mediocre this year. A lot of good teams, none great. USC, 33-32. Michigan State and Iowa, raise your hand. If you've watched Iowa play this year, seriously, not just highlights, but a game. I have because I was forced to do it. <laughs> it's part of what I do. They're a good team. A strong running game. Michigan State, with Connor Cook is explosive, they average 33 points a game. I'm going with the run game and the solid team to win. That's Iowa 30-27. North Carolina and Clemson. I'd expect a very st- fast start by North Carolina's offense. Then Clemson to settle in with their quarterback Deshaun Watson. Big plays are North Carolina's trademark, no doubt about that, but can North Carolina's defense stop Watson and company? I don't think so. Clemson, 34-28. Time now for a final thought. It's the bowl season. We need 80 teams with at least six wins to fill all of the slots that are available. There are only 75 eligible teams right now. We're going to have multiple five and seven records to fill those slots. So I pose this thought to you here. It's crazy, isn't it? Is this like an extended regular season? Just another game to bring in more money? Are all these bowl games ultimately providing the network's bonus games content? Content is king, especially football games. Just saying. All right, I'd like to, again, mention that we have CraigJames.com up now. The links to iTunes and SoundCloud are there. Go to iTunes. Leave us a comment. Go to CraigJames.com. There's a lot on there about faith, family, football, fitness, and fearlessness. We'll be back next Tuesday with another podcast. Until then, have a great weekend and see you down the road.